Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the VR1 NFT Podcast. And I'm your host, VR1. I want to thank you guys for stopping by today, spending some quality time as I, you know, prepare myself to create this content here. I want to make sure I have my my digital platform where I need it. But um, sometimes things are not perfect, so I'm going to try to make myself as comfortable as possible. Have some beautiful background music here. Um, I just had many, many thoughts, and I figured I would do a psychology series. I'm gonna call this the Black Sheep because I was. Um, watching some business classes and a few questions were presented as a way of knowing if you have the DNA of an entrepreneur. One of the attributes is being the black sheep or being called crazy in your family. I 100% fit those, uh, those descriptions, you know. At the same time, I'm definitely the most successful and wealthiest person in my entire family, several times over. And it's something that kind of struck a nerve with me. So I decided, you know, what better title for for today's episode than, than the black sheep, you know, because that has a different meaning for, for different people. What I really wanted to to do when I decided to to record was talk about the fact that I've been basically running for almost 24 hours. I'm probably three and a half hours shy of, of having a 24-hour day. Now, for one, this is like military training. Um, style qualities, right? Where I'm physically trained to do this, but it's because I'm anticipating some business ventures, you know, in a sense, um, becoming successful, where I'm gonna be, you know, running hours like this. But I found something that caught my attention as I'm self-observing myself and my behavior, you know, I'm very, very excited about these business ventures, right? I realized that even after over 20 hours of work, I'm so determined to accomplish my goals. That is my motivation and, and it's what drives me. It is literally what keeps me up all night burning what Jim Rohn um, called the midnight oil 
and there's so many things that I want to do for my family, for my future, for my children, and for the people that are closest to me, you know, people that I care about, you know, is my motivation, you know, I cannot always explain it, it doesn't always make sense, um, all I can do is basically like try my best to to explain it, but it, it wakes me up in the morning, it drives me through the day, and it allows me to rest at night. And I'm just constantly thinking of different solutions to different problems, different opportunities. Um, of course, you know, different business ventures, like I'm constantly, you know, my, my brain is constantly, you know, 100 miles an hour. And um, different things put me at ease. You know, like, um, there's a, a few Ducatis that I wanna buy, I wanna add to my collection. Um, the prices are like from mid 20,000 to about 80,000, depending how you customize it and what models you get. But um, I'm actually more excited um, about, you know, buying one or a few of these than any car that's really on the market. There's a lot of nice cars on the market, but as far as like something for myself, just for me to enjoy, yeah. Right now I think my top of the line choice, even though, you know, of course, to have a collection, I will want all of them, right? But um, the Panangali V2, I have a, a white one that I'm thinking about. I like red, but I like the white as well. The white seems very mature to me. And um, I like the V4. I've been kind of warned against it because it's more like a race bike. You know, it may be way too fast for the streets. But um, I think the V2 Panangali is, is, is something that, you know, that I could enjoy. It's more simplistic, you know, the the V4 and the, the racing versions are, are just like wide body, they're just a little bit over the top. They look like old, um, old CBRs from like, you know, from the mid 90s. But um, I cannot tell you how many business classes I took throughout the day. Mind you, I worked and, you know, I did the family thing and, you know, was able to do so many other things, you know? But um, still, like, in between every opportunity that I got, I was working on something else, dealing with business. And, you know, as I'm getting ready to get some rest, which is only for a few hours, you know? I couldn't help but to think to myself, like, you know what, I need to put this on the podcast. I need to, you know, share this with people, you know? And let them know, like, to be a true entrepreneur, 
it is literally like a non-stop thing. You know, an entrepreneur feels like it's never enough, you know, no matter what you accomplish, you're looking for the next goal and, and the next challenge, you know? And I, I agree 100%. You know, I was watching a playlist from Valleytainment. We're gonna give a special shout out to Patrick but David. But um, out of the 10, uh, 10 things all entrepreneurs must know, I think that's the name of that playlist. I only have like a few minutes of number seven, and I have to do, I mean, I'm, I, I think I have a few more minutes of number eight, and then I have to do nine and ten. And, um, you know, like I, I pretty much gave myself praise, you know. I saw myself yearning for like, for knowledge, you know, and just even recording the podcast, you know, it's something that I look forward to doing it tomorrow, you know. But um, I figure it's the morning in certain parts of the world. But um, I kind of ask myself, like, man, why, why am I still, you know? like listening to business classes, you know, I've been doing that all day. And for me, it's like, it's the pursuit of happiness, you know. You know, it, I guess it just, it keeps me motivated to, to keep working hard. You know, and that's it. That's the only thing that's important to me is, you know, continuing to grow my, my portfolio of my investments and my businesses and, you know, my music career. It's a lot of things, you know. A lot of things kind of flow through my mind, you know. And I felt the need to connect with every other entrepreneur that's still probably, you know, taking a business class at the end of the day, you know, as if the day wasn't challenging enough and, and you know, I wasn't working my, my tail off all day, you know. And, you know, for me, it's kind of like a personal observation, you know. A lot of people like the concept of, you know, becoming an entrepreneur, being an entrepreneur, but, there are no glitz in grammar, you know, it's like, it's hard work every day. It's hard work, hard work, hard work. You know, there was a, a inquiry on, on LinkedIn and, you know, everybody, everybody kind of, uh, you know, basically suggested, I guess, the best books and stuff like that. And, you know, I put in my suggestion, which is uh, the, millionaire, the Millionaire Next Door by Thomas J. Stanley, you know, New York Times bestseller. It's one of the most influential books in my life. I've given that book away to countless of people. And, um, you know, it's a lot to take into consideration, but for an entrepreneur, it's just such a powerful, um, you know, like it's just such a powerful book. It really puts a lot of things into perspective, you know, 
But um, I took classes today on the music industry, technology, entrepreneurship, business, you know, as a whole. And um, it has made all the difference, you know. It's part of my DNA. It is who I am, you know. I love business. I love um, working with the public. I love psychology. I believe in um, customer experience, you know. I used to always say to my older son, you know, to, to be the best, you have to be the best. Not beat the best, just be the best. Be the best in all that you do, you know. Put your, your best effort in everything that you do. And to this day, you know, I really believe that in my heart. You know, I, I believe that hard work pays off, man. And if you're not having sleepless nights like this where you just, you know, I found myself like having dinner with my family and I'm like, no, you know, I have to finish this, uh, this business book. You know, spending time with my kids and I'm like, in between, I'm, I'm, I'm looking into, you know, different business concepts and stuff like that. And it's just like nonstop, you know. I'm like, all right, I'm going to get some rest. I had a good productive day. But that hunger for more just doesn't go away. You know, and I use a lot of different things to motivate me. Um, right now, I'm looking at a, a Jade Pearl Remac Nevera with like a beige leather interior. It's one of my favorite colors, you know? One of my favorite colors for this car. And most people probably will never buy that car this color, you know? I have a like digital art of like a, a dark black and gray one and it looks nice. It looks very, very nice. But this like aqua jade, it's a, uh, it's next level, beautiful, you know. Very nice machine. So, if I achieve a goal in one of my businesses, I treat myself to a, a sports car if I can, you know. The only difference is, at this point in my life, I really like motorcycles more. Even though cars are more comfortable, and you know, I, I love everything about cars. There's something about like an exotic bike. I think that the design elements are still there. You know, the Panangali V2 is like the, the new version of the 996 or the 916 Ducati, which is where I started. You know, I had an opportunity when I got older to buy a 748S and it was yellow with the single seat and it had the um, the white patch by the where the second rear seat would be and you know if you're racing you could put your own number on it or your own logo but um, I don't know I feel like that era has returned as far as fashion and visual imagery, you know, it's just a newer version. So it took me a while to kind of study the V4 Panangali versus the V2. Then they have like a few special edition ones and 
you know, then you have the Super Leggera, which is the, the, the lightweight one. And I'm like, no, I just like the, the clean look of the Panigale, you know? It looks very nice. And it's priced, I think, below 25000 I know that's a lot to pay for a motorcycle or at least a crowd tracker. This is not like a Harley Davidson, you know? But um, I still think that I would like to make the investment, you know? Now, figuring out where the heck I'm going to ride it is a whole other challenge because for a bike, I like to sprint, you know, for a few hours, but I wouldn't drive this long range or, you know, anywhere where it would just take so much time, you know. This is something I would like to take out for like two or three hours and then put it in the garage for maybe a month, you know, maybe two months. When you collect rare sports cars, you know, you may wait three or four months to drive just a few hundred miles because, you know, the value, you know, the more you drive it, it lowers the value, you know? And, um, I don't know. I think at this point in my life, it would be a nice gift to myself. And I think the design is so beautiful, I could have it like inside of my office. And I, I could admire the art, you know, of the design, you know? The sound in a V-twin is not all that. I would love to hear the sound of the V4 Panigale, but um, I think the, the V-twin engine would be a nice addition to my, to my collection. Because th there's a lot of old ones that I like, like the 996, 748S, the 1098, the 1198. Those are really, really nice bikes, you know. But um, I want to leave you guys with this. All I could do is pray and push forward and get ready for, for tomorrow's day. You know, that's it. That's what it comes down to, you know. Whatever you could use to benefit yourself, to motivate yourself, then you should pursue it, you know. Whether it's a multi-million dollar mansion, maybe a sports car that you want to collect. For me right now, it's, it's like if I reach my business goals, maybe like around Christmas, I'll buy me the Panigale. And it's like, you know, $20,000, you could, you could put it down on a good exotic and pretty much, you know, get something nice. But I think I'm, I'm past the point of wanting like a Huracan Performante because I kind of already had one, you know. So the Panigale is still emotionally more like... It's just more exciting, you know. Granted, you can't sit down like in a car. You can't have five people with you in the car, you know, in a motorcycle, obviously. But um, as long as it's open road, you really could enjoy it for a few hours. 
you know, and it will be worth the wait to wait two months to just to drive it, you know. But um, for my music career, it will be part of the of the visuals, you know, because it will be my way of sharing it with my fans, you know, but not necessarily driving it every day, you know, like that bike is going to be a future classic, especially with everything going hybrid right now. But um, I asked myself, you know, what is still like keeping me up and I'm just watching business class after business class. And all I can summarize it as is the pursuit of happiness. You know, these are the elements that are necessary to fulfill my dreams for myself and for my loved ones. So I just wanted to do this quick segment of the psychology series. I want to thank you guys for for tuning in. And I should be contacting you guys sometime tomorrow because I'm very excited to be celebrating a lot of victories that I had in business in the last few days. And I kind of want to give you guys the reflection on that. But, um, you know, I'm, I'm very excited for the future. I feel like there's so many opportunities. There's so many opportunities for so many different things, but it's always good to reward yourself, you know? Now, I will be honest with you. I found the Lamborghini Gallardo six-speed for about 120000 So instead of paying $25,000 for the bike, I could put it towards, you know, getting a Gallardo. But I feel like I need the motorcycle first. And then I could save up and get me the Gallardo, you know? Like everything takes time. And right now, everybody wants a, a Huracan Performante, you know, or STO. Everybody, you know, Huracan is like the number one selling car right now for Lamborghini. But um, if I was to buy one, it would probably be a Gallardo, older one, but in really good conditions. And honestly, that Ducati calls my attention way more than any sports car. It still feels modern, but it, it feels like it's true to its original design. So I leave you guys with that. I think I could finally get some rest because all these thoughts were just running through my mind. And I thought about it for a few minutes before I started recording and I said, you know what? This is gonna be an extra segment I'm just gonna add to the podcast. So I wanna thank you guys for tuning in. And I hope that this beautiful, relaxing ambiance music allows us to communicate better. I think that if God gave me the blessing, I would like to buy me a nice little personal sports car for myself. But if it has to be a family car, that's fine too. I'm just lucky and appreciative for being granted this opportunity, you know. I'm still celebrating. This week for me has been huge, and I already see the potential of how to grow and scale and expand my business, you know? So I've been eating right, and now it's time to get some rest. So, 
all I can say is thank you guys for just just spending this this quick moment with me. I greatly, greatly appreciate it. May you have a blessed day. May you conquer everything in your path. May everything that you touch turn into solid gold. Always remember to dream big because dreams come true. It happened to me and I know for a fact it's going to happen to you. Shout out to all my friends and family, all my loved ones, all my peers, and all the people that contribute to the dream of a kid that came from nothing, from the Caribbean, from Europe, from the inner cities of New York, and was able to establish himself based upon his own belief in the higher power in his dream. So, time to, time to go night-night. <laughs> but as soon as I get to my office tomorrow, I drink about two cups of coffee, man. We're gonna talk about technology, the stock market, retirement, and real estate, and you know, NFTs, and cryptocurrency, and the market, how I see the market going right now. But um, I hope that this helps all of you out there to know that we're not alone, you know? If I could read a book a week or a day, I would do it. But my mind is so hyperactive, you know? I kind of prefer audio plus visual where I could watch like a documentary and I like interaction, you know? Being able to raise my hand, ask a question. You know, I used to sit in the front of the class in college and that was the secret. I was a straight A student because if I had a question, I wasn't afraid to raise my hand and ask the question, you know. A lot of people in college, they sit all the way in the back. So you see like empty seats left and right, right? And in the front row, everything's empty and everybody's chilling in the back. But um, once you have to pay for classes, cause maybe you're like academic probation or something, man, you, you start respecting it. When you have books that are 900 bucks, $1,000, it's, it's crazy, man. But um, time to go to sleep and get some rest and get ready for tomorrow, you know? In about two and a half hours, I'll be starting my day all over again. So I hope this helps. Keep up the good work, don't stop. The breakthrough is right there. Your blessing is right there. So just keep going hard, you know. I always say once you reach success, that's when you work even harder. And that's exactly how I feel right now. Like, for the next three, four months, I'm going to have to work so hard just to get my other business, you know, much-needed capital to kind of get it back to operational, you know. I want to thank you guys for spending this time and we'll catch you on the next one. Thank you for tuning in to the VR1 NFT podcast. I'm your host, VR1. Have a blessed evening or daytime, depending on what time you receive this podcast. Thank you in advance and God bless.